right now on the Body Works <laughs> Plus guest hotline. We've got ACC Network basketball analyst, former Wake Forest basketball legend, North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer, and North Carolina Tar Heel killer, mm. you had to Randolph Childress. In the building to talk a little college basketball with the boys. Randolph, did you like that intro, man? Was the Carolina killer a little bit too much hey, or man. what? Hey, listen. I, no, 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 no. I love it because then, you know, for us, Deeks, we got to stick together because it ain't That's many right. of us to get a chance to stick together. That's dude. right. We always, we always out know about in Tar Heels and the Dukies, so we got to right. make sure we stick together. Yeah, so I and, our, and our producer, Board Op, is a huge Carolina guy, so he takes digs at the Deeks when he can. So anytime I can stick it to him, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna do that. All right, so, uh, Dolph, yeah, let's get this thing cracking. You and I text, you know, we have the our yeah. relationship has yeah. got to that point where we text each other to talk a little ball, mm-hmm. and you tell me that yeah. you weren't as sold on the Deeks as I am right now. So what do you make of last night, them going to Florida State and losing 87-82? Well, I, let me preface it by saying it's not that I'm not I'm not sold. I think it's I think they're good. I know they're good, but I, I I say this in a sense because I know what people are when people make the argument of of the league. I say I think the league is good, and I do believe the Deeks are really good. I like their team; they can really score. The problem that I have, I only say it from what the narrative is, mm-hmm. and and when you when you and this isn't you know. The narrative of the the league, we're right back in that same window that we were in before, and I don't and I don't understand it. I don't like it. I think it makes absolutely no sense. Um, you can take a team like Wake Forest, who I who I my, they passed the eye test for me. Now there's things I think they have to do, and I think they have to get a non, a stronger non conference schedule. That 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 is I I I don't think there's really much of an argument with that. But they are, they're really good. They're deserving of more attention than what they get. Again, tough game, tough winning on the road. Changes nothing that they lost at Florida State last night. But the narrative of the, it's heading down the same path of when I say tournament and everything else is if, if you don't beat Carolina or Duke the way things are going now, we're going to be right down that same path again. So that's what, when I say that, I'm speaking of, the narrative against the ACC that I've, I've, I've been adamant that I think is BS. If you're looking at their schedule and you're looking at quad one wins, even when I'm looking at it through a glass half full, them beating Miami, who's a really good team, they're going to count that as probably a quad two win at home. So when, and then, and you know what I'm talking about. When we get to that point in mm-hmm. March, it's always going to be how many quad one wins, how many quad one wins. Yep. Because of this narrative that they're dealing with, you know, they're only going to get credit for beating Carolina and Duke. So that's going to happen. What? So they only got, you telling me they only get three games on their schedule that helps them get into the tournament at quad one chances? I think that's BS. And so that's what I mean when I say I think it hurts them. I, I, I do. They're one of the best teams in the league. I, I really believe that. Uh, I think they'll continue to get better regardless of the loss of last night. Um, I, I think they'll finish in the top five of this league. But I, <clears throat> the metrics, don't help the league, and it's mo- it's probably the most frustrating thing that I deal with in watching this because I know that they belong, and and, and those are things that's going to count against them now. So I just think you have to figure out a way to change that. The only thing that I think that they can do is probably play a better non-conference schedule because it's it, it's ridiculous to see what the league goes through, and that's the national narrative, and that's not going to change no matter what you say, what I say. Um, it just it is what it is. So let's hope that now that we're in conference play, that's just the reality of what we're dealing with. But and, I'm high on my deeks. I'm never going to be down on them like that. 
All right. And so, Randolph, when you look at the big four in the state of North Carolina, especially for the ACC traditionalist state sits there three and oh, Carolina three and oh, Duke three and one. As we said, the Deeks are three and one. Which one of those do you trust the most at this point today? I think Carolina has been battle tested. Um, and I think that they we, we know more about them because we've seen them. Uh, their non-conference schedule, that stretch that Carolina played during the year was just, I mean, you, you can't ask for a harder stretch of games, you know, coming in. They played UConn, they played Oklahoma, they played Kentucky. Um, they're in the middle now with three-game road trip. They played Arkansas, they played Tennessee, they played Villanova. Uh, they played a stretch that's difficult, as difficult as you can find, non-conference. And then getting into conference play here, they're starting off the New Year's with a, a road game, three straight road games. And they've won two of the three at Pitt that's had their number. And then they go into Clemson, who I think is a very good team. They beat Clemson. And then tonight they're playing for first place against NC State. So I, I would give the slight edge to, uh, to to Carolina right now as, as you know, as, a, as alum. I know we're surrounded by these tall heels everywhere, but I, yes. I do. I think of you know, seriously, I think that they're. Uh, I think they're really good. I think they're a really good team now that they're proving that they're a borderline great team. And I think if they can win tonight on the road and get three consecutive road wins in this league, that's hard to do in any league. And if they can beat Pitt, Clemson, and then win at NC State, uh, I think we're going to have to start talking about the Tar Heels as a as a great team and not just a good team. Uh, Duke has talent. I think they're still as talented as everyone else. They're young. They'll continue to get better and figure things out now that they've adjusted to how teams are playing Mark Mitchell. Uh, they're going to be there. Um, and then I think it's Wake and NC State. Uh, I think Wake can score it. I think you saw last night of when they don't score, they struggle in a sense of that's their identity. They put so much pressure on you on the offensive end. Uh, NC State, I think is the opposite. I think their identity is on the defensive end of the floor, and it'll give them a chance to win and get be in a lot of games because they they're able to get after you. They they pressure you. That's kind of keeps ma is mo is the sense of uh, getting it done on the defensive end of the floor. So uh, those four teams, it wouldn't shock me if they all finish in the top four. And then with Clemson, I think Clemson will finish in the top five as well. Uh, right now. Uh, but as I've watched the rest of this league, and I, you know, like last night, I had Jordan Tech and, and uh, Notre Dame game. I mean, hey, Notre Dame, like Notre Dame is probably the best defensive team that I've seen in the league. And they are really, they, they, they struggle to score, but defensively, they get after it, and they've been really, really good. So the league itself is just as strong as I think it has been in a while, but I don't like the metrics and, and how that operates. And, and I think we can. We'd be here all day. It'll take the whole show for me complaining about the metrics and how that goes. I don't understand it. I don't like it, but it is what it is, and we got to figure out ways to navigate it until the system changes itself. So, uh, but the try of basketball, you got. It, it, I think all of those rivalries will be great. I think it's going to be tough for either of the four to win on the other team's home court. Um, I'm looking forward to calling a couple of those games because the students are back now. All those teams are winning. They're at the top of the conference. So I expected to be some big time rivalries when those four teams play because they're at the top of the league and and actually we get that show tonight. So I know that things will be jumping into PNC Center tonight. 
Randolph Childress joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can find him on Twitter at R22Childress. Also, find him on the ACC Network calling some ACC games. Wanted to go back to Carolina Randolph because you said you feel like they're a team on the verge of possibly getting uh, to that great category. Did you expect North Carolina to have turned it around this much during the offseason when they had some of those transfers like Harrison Ingram and Cormac Ryan? Or are you surprised to see how well they're playing? You never know how good anybody's going to be, particularly the Carolina group coming off of the national championship run, and then last year was a disaster. So it's hard to, you know, I, I think everybody was kind of with a level of optimism. Uh, I was a big Cormac Ryan fan. I think he's a really good 3 and D guy. He's not shooting as well from the three-point line as he he's has this year as he has in years past, but he's had his moments, and he's shown up in big moments. If he can shake, I know he's had a couple of ankle sprains. If he can shake that off, they just fit. Harrison Ingram's been really good for him. Uh, a different guy from the bench has kind of stepped up. Jalen Washington's had his moments. They just had different guys. Seth Trimble's coming in, giving them good minutes. They they have versatility, and they're just figuring some things out. But as long as you got R.J. Davis playing like an All-American and you still got the big fella Armando Baycott inside, you have dominating performers in, in, on the inside and on the perimeter that just changes things. Like, R.J.'s playing as anybody, I think, we're at the midway point of the season and we're early in the ACC season. And I don't know if there's anybody in the league playing better than RJ Davis. Randolph, we saw Duke lose a couple of games in a row. Arkansas, Georgia Tech for a while, their best win was Michigan State. And of course, we saw Michigan State lose to James Madison at the beginning of the year. Man, they have been losing since. I mean, they've been winning by big time margins. They had the one game a couple nights ago where they shot 75% in the second half. First half of this game against Pitt, they shot like, I mean, Philip Pauska almost shot 100. What's been the biggest turnaround for this Duke team on this winning streak? Well, to be honest, it's another one of those things. I mean, I, I I would I hit the pause button a little bit because I had them at Notre Dame, and that was a really close game if you watched that. And they have to figure out. You name those two losses, but guess what? They were their first true road game. So at, at Arkansas was the first true road game. Then they go on the road and play Georgia Tech right after that. And if you ask Shire coming into that Notre Dame game, it was like, hey, we got to take this on the road. We got to start playing outside of 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 Cameron. And when Duke travels so well, when they play a neutral site game, it's like a home game for them. So when you're young and people forget that this Duke team is still really young, but those, you know, Filipowski is a sophomore. Proctor got hurt, missed three games, came back. He's a sophomore. Mark Mitchell's a sophomore. Then you, you talk about this second-ranked recruiting class and, and Foster and McLean and these guys coming in. They're, they're young and they're still learning um, and they're still growing to get better. This is not an experienced group of guys outside of Jeremy Roach and Ryan Young from their bench. And I, I think they're going to have to continue to get better and learn how to win on the road. And uh, I, I think they're, they're starting to play well. This is what the team did last year, despite the injuries. And the, the Duke team will be really good as they get as we get into February and definitely into March. But I would monitor and see how this group continues to get better on the road. I don't worry about them when they're in Cameron. But if they continue like they did last night, taking it again on the road at, at, at Pitt and, and figuring things out, they're just they're coming together. And it's, and it's fun to watch, to be honest, because you saw the development of those young guys, and they got so many weapons, and that's hard because I think they have the most talent in the league. But I also think it's you. Randolph, I was going to ask you, too, what, what's what been your biggest surprise so far this season? Is there a team at the bottom that you feel like is severely underachieving, or is there a team at the top that you feel like is overachieving? What's been your biggest surprise so far? 
Uh, I'm going to stick with our Deeks. I think the Deeks are really good. I think they're really good. I, I think that they can very easily, dare I say, win the league. I, I, Clemson has dropped two. Uh, I'm not down on those guys. I know they won in two. I expect them to, to, to figure things out. I'm a big believer in, in, in that group. I think everybody's going to – Virginia's different than I thought. I don't think this is the same defensive team and, and dominant defensive team that we've seen in the past. Uh, they struggle to score. And I, I think this team right now is, is a middle-of-the-pack in the league. I, you know, We're so accustomed to seeing a, a Tony Bennett-led team be amongst the top two or three teams in this league, and I don't see that from them. I, I think this team will fall back. It would not surprise me if they are, you know, Seventh, eighth, ninth, and that in that range, it would not surprise me. This team is not as good defensively as they've been in the past, and they struggle to score. Um, but I, but I, I don't count against Tony Bennett. You tend to give people a benefit of the doubt, but this is, I, I think, this is a different deal for him. I mean, he hasn't had this type of inexperience, um, and and losing a guy like Kihei Clark has been a, such a stable in that program. It's just a, it, it, it feels like it's just a little bit of a letdown. Uh, Notre Dame is going to surprise people. I thought coming into this year that they had the worst roster in the league. I didn't think they'd win. I, I thought even Louisville with their struggles, I thought Louisville starting five was much better. And I thought even they would be better than uh, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame will really surprise people. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not really the rest of the team in the league. I, you know, Boston College, as long as you got Quentin Post, you got a chance. Syracuse is impressive with Mitch, but I think the most surprising team I'd say would be Notre Dame, and I think a team that I think that 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 would was picked high that I don't see finishing as high as they were picked, and I think Virginia was picked fourth is Virginia. I think they'll I think they'll they'll finish below that mark. They just struggle to score. Teams like Wake Wake's going to put up points, and you know can you defend them well enough? And they have so many guys that can hurt you in so many different ways, and. Getting after Reed back kind of stabilizes them inside. Um, they're they're going to be right there. They just have to carry it on the road and, and, and figure out who they're going to be able to. Uh, they have multiple guys on the perimeter from Hilgrith and obviously Hunter and Boopy that can kind of carry the load on any particular night. And I don't know how many teams, like how many teams have that many perimeter guys that can actually score the way weight guards can. And, and I think that's why they're going to be a team that could very easily surprise and be there in the end. Um, but road wins are tough. But I would say Notre Dame and Virginia would be the two teams that one was picked at the bottom. I think to finish in the middle of the pack, and I think uh, Virginia is one of those same teams that uh, was picked really high, and I think they'll finish in the middle of the pack. That was Randolph Childress, ACC Network basketball analyst, North Carolina Sports Hall of Famer on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on X at R22Childress. Dolph, we'll see you down the road, my man. Bye, man. You guys have a, enjoy your show, man. Catch up with you guys soon.